Welcome. 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 Um, welcome. Welcome to the Feeling Great Show. With Luke. I'm Fionn. And this show is designed to get you happier. Healthier. And into incredible shape. Let's make sure we enjoy the show. Hello and welcome back to a brand new show with myself and Luke. Today we're going to be um, moving a, bl- a little bit forward on from our podcast last, last week, which is all about supercharging your energy. We're calling this part two. Hopefully you got a good bit of content from that one last week. And if you haven't listened to it, that'd be a great place to start for um, some good tips and ideas um, that you can use to implement into your life. You don't have to use all of them. You don't have to use any of them. But if you like our voice, definitely have a listen. I don't know who doesn't like our voice. Talking of supercharging your energy, I need this this week. I was telling you, wasn't I? Now, this week for me, I don't know what's gone on. I don't know what's happened. But I feel like someone's pulled my sixth and fifth gear out. And my energy getting up isn't the same. I'd be crawling out of bed rather than jumping out of bed. And no, it's not COVID related before anyone starts jumping on and saying that. Not to mention when I meditated, I've fallen asleep midway through meditation both times. That, that never normally happens, mate, honestly. Like normally I'm up and I've literally nodded off. When I did my visualization, again, falling asleep, 10 minutes later, then realized I'm obviously like, got to get ready. And all day, I just don't have that same like, you know what I mean? Oomph. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. You got to get up and go. I know, yeah, of course. Yeah. 100%. Not all the time, but you know, there's been a a lot of times that, you know, you, you can tell it's an off day. And one thing that I did that's kind of on topic I did talk about on my Instagram a little while ago and you you've mentioned to me before is knowing when to push and when to pull and and that ties into your energy quite a lot and you know in simple terms you're gonna have push weeks and you're gonna have pull weeks push weeks are weeks where you're gonna feel great 100% training's going good sleep is great energy levels are great relationship status is great you know all these things are, are, are going well so you push on with things you know you get you get stuff done, basically. Your pool weeks are when you realize that those metrics that I just mentioned to you now aren't so great. You know, the energy isn't as good. You know, maybe you're not eating as well when, and, and, and everything is, isn't just going to plan. That's when you have a pool week. You, you realize that potentially this week, you know, for yourself, you maybe turn it down with training a little bit. You don't train as hard. You know, you, you maybe, you know, look after your sleep hygiene. 110% a little bit more you know and and just different things so sometimes realizing when you're having these bad weeks or or pool weeks should I uh, phrase it a little bit better um it's just knowing when to to kind of relax a little bit and and lay off the gas I think it's personally if you're being a pussy or not yeah that's classic hater, that's classic it? you yeah <laughs> that word comes there's, out your mouth about 10 times a week there's a push week and being a pussy not a pool week no no <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm joking. It, I would say for me, this is no word of a lie. You'll you'll be honest with this. I am normally 120 miles an hour. So it's a bit different for me to kind of just feel like I'm going through the motions and I don't have that passion as much as what I do. I keep whistling. Yeah. That passion as much as what I normally do each week. But like Fionn said, my downfall is actually giving yourself a bit of slack and going ease off for the next two days, still do your tasks, still train your clients. But maybe when it comes to your bigger vision stuff and the stuff that technically is pushing the business forwards, what do I keep whistling for? I, I keep whistling, yeah. You sound like that guy <laughs> out of um, Family Guy. Oh, you know, that weird old man. Yeah, um, about understanding that maybe these next couple of days, you won't be doing your best work. So why would you bother 
putting out 50% work, which is what I've been doing. So last night, finished work early, chilled out. Today, can have a bit more of a chilled day, just training clients. Tomorrow, smash it with a hammer. Well, see how you're feeling tomorrow, though. That's the main thing. And don't even mention that word pussy, right? Because if you're not feeling great tomorrow, what's the point? Like you say, things become 50%. You don't go all in, you know, and it's it's very hard to be all in all of the time, but you want your 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 best um you want your best take on everything you 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 want to give everything your best don't you and if you can't i would say just leave it have a chill weekend but that's up to you now what we wrote down for this podcast to put into um perspective and just give ourselves a little bit of structure because we are very good at rambling on and going off topic we're going to give you two ends of the spectrum which are going to improve um and help to supercharge your energy exercise and nutrition both of them have a massive part to play i'm going to let you pick the first one so when it comes to nutrition the big problem that people come with is they track calories all the time and we're big calorie trackers end of the day you are not gonna get in a great shape without understanding calories i'm not saying you need to track them on my fitness power every single day but you need to understand when you're in a deficit and when you're in a surplus because depending on your goal, you need to be in either one of those. Now, you've tracked your calories for a period of time and you've got your weight down or you've got your body to where you want it to be. Or if you're Fion, you're building muscle, you're in a surplus and you're continually to build muscle, get stronger. Now, when it comes to your energy, tracking calories isn't enough. It's the quality of the food. So if we were gonna talk about fat loss right now, you can get in shape and burn body fat on just eating Mars bars every single day as long as you stay within your calories. Would that be the healthiest? No way. That is the silliest diet I've ever heard of in my life. Another thing is, would that give you the best possible energy output? Again, no. We've got to focus on some clear fundamentals here. And I'll start with one, Fionn, you go the other one. So for me, two liters of water spread throughout the day is a great starting point and a base for every single food nutrition plan that should ever exist i'm gonna go straight in with the big p word and it's not pussy it's protein (laughs) right protein um is so so essential for building muscle but also for keeping you fuller for longer and if you feel full you're gonna have a little bit more get up and go about you you're gonna feel a little bit more what we call satiated which is just that feeling of full and it's gonna give you a little bit more like i say oomph to get the the task done rather than just walking around feeling like you're starving all day do you know when you said satiated i can never pronounce that word so when i always like talk to clients i'm always like satiety satiety like what you're not satiety i'm like satiety chicken so bang the next one is another simple one free veg minimum every single day is an absolute non-negotiable if you don't like specific veg don't eat it focus on the veg you do enjoy and eat more of that the next thing, fruit. And you should be focused on two pieces of fruit, absolute maximum. Now, the argument is, if you start eating a lot of fruit, it can affect your digestive system a bit. So if you do um, have an issue with maybe your stomach and your digestion, it may be just because you're eating a lot of fruit and that does contain sugar. So just be careful not to overindulge in a punnet of strawberries, a punnet of blueberries and a punnet of grapes. Mm. I think that's quite hard to do in a day, to be honest with you. <laughs> I could eat, I could literally eat grapes. I could eat a whole of them without even, I could eat a melon. 
Literally, yeah. I could eat a whole melon without the problems. I've no chance of me doing that. I'm going to go in on one last point in terms of nutrition, and it's having three main meals a day. So a lot of people are, and I've been subject to it 110%. My mum says it to me all the time, but I've been subject to one of these people who kind of has five or six meals, but small little snacks throughout the day. So for example, breakfast, a bowl of cereal, and then it's like, you know, some, some egg on toast. And then it's like, you know, a chicken wrap. And then it's like, I don't know, like a protein bar and a packet of crisps. And then it's, but it's not, it's not structured. It's kind of like just wishy-washy. And although you can get great results off of whatever food you're eating, like you said, the Mars bars, for example, I recommend fully having three set meals a day that you're going to stick to breakfast, lunch, and dinner, and then complement that with potentially your one bit of fruit in between your, your breakfast and your lunch. And then a big, um, you know, tub of veggies in between your lunch and your dinner, for example, if you're going to have snacks. Now, if you're snacking, what usually happens is you have that small little thing. And majority of the time, most people nowadays are snacking on packet of crisps or chocolate bars or, you know, little granola things that are claimed to be high in protein, which are just completely rubbish. And, and the problem with those is, is they, they fill a small hole, but you want more. And that's the problem. You're, you're, you then go home, you know, you have a snack on the way home. You then get home and you're like, well, I'm still not quite full. So I'm going to have a piece of toast before dinner. And everything just starts to add up. So three main meals focus on a day. If you need to snack, potentially pick a better option. I'm not saying cut it all out, but I've been victim to it. And I'm telling you, it's a deep, dark hole. And last one on nutrition. This is the most important one, I find. It's the quality of the food. So minimize processed food and maximize unprocessed food. What I mean by that is stick to things like sweet potatoes or new potatoes rather than eating a lot of deep fried chips. Stick to things like pasta or rice. You don't have to have a lot of processed stuff if you're eating a ton of donuts, cakes, biscuits, you know, microwave meals, all those kind of things. Within reason, they're fine. But if you're looking at maximizing your energy, keep it nice and basic. I cannot stress that enough. A great source of protein, ideally fish, much better for digestion. Then focus on lots of veggies, like Fionn said, and a good source of carbs. If you keep it like that the majority of your time, you're going to have great energy. The time your energy will start to hinder a little bit is when you are filling your car up with crap fuel. Remember, the quality of the fuel you put in your car, the better your car will perform. Same with your body. You would not feed a million pound racehorse on a bowl of crunching up cornflakes every day. Would no, you? No, no, That's you wouldn't. Would. Yeah, and you're then right, people you're right. do it, right? And then they yeah. wonder why they're like feeling like crap. They're eating a bowl of cereal in the morning. Yeah. They've drunk about eight cups of coffee. They've been on their phone till just before they've gone to bed. Right. They've watched a ton of TV. They're stressed because they've had an argument with their missus or, or their husband, one or the other. They don't plan the day. And then they wonder why they're drained in the afternoon. Mm. I'm like, some people have to have a bit of accountability for themselves. Yeah. And if you want to be in denial and hide under the, the, the bed sheets all you want and yeah. pretend it's not happening, but we've got ourselves in that situation. So listening to these points and going, hmm, they're interesting. Take them on board and do them and action them. And I guarantee you, you fill a million dollars. Love it. Right. Moving on to exercise, because that is the second point. Okay. So in terms of exercise, my first main tip is for people who do some kind of training, whether it be hit classes, whether it be weight training, whether you're a frequent runner or a cycler, how much time are you actually having off? 
Now, I know a lot of people love to exercise, and I'm not saying that you shouldn't exercise every day. However, if you're someone who's potentially going an hour and a half run, or if you're someone who's doing a, an hour and a half weight session, or if you're doing 20 miles on the bike every single day, your energy levels are going to be great for that potential first part of the day if you're doing it in the morning, or great for that potential first part if you're doing it in the evening, but you're probably overtraining. And what overtraining leads to is a lack in progress, but also a lack in energy. Now, people do get energy from training, like I've just mentioned. However, it's also good to plan yourself some days off. Exercising every day isn't going to get you the most optimal result for many different reasons. I'm not going to go too far deep into it, but ideally have an exercise structure so that when you do go to them, bouts of exercise with whatever realm of exercise you're doing, you're going to be able to give that 110% and give it your best session because you've rested adequately. And I'll just follow up one more point and it's quite similar to what you just said. Sometimes when you go to the gym, it's about making progress, but it's not about being in the gym, smashing yourself every single session. So I know you said it's very similar to what you just said, so I pretty much copied you. Oh, that's right. But it's understanding about having a couple of days off a week, like you said, you know, we always recommend our clients to train four days a week or, you know, that's what we ask our clients to do. Three days a week is absolute minimum. Four days is kind of optimal. If you want to get a fifth one in, that's your choice. But to have two regular days off a week is great. Now, within that, in your session, if you are lifting more weight, doing more sets and doing more reps, thumbs up. You don't need to absolutely smash it doing endless amounts of finishes, you know, like, you know, five minutes whacking the assault bike every single session, because you'll find actually, like Fionn said, exercise can give you more energy, but if you whack yourself every single session, you can actually drain your energy. So it's understanding, again, when to push and when to pull. Next thing is, every six weeks, you should be reviewing your progress. If you feel like you're making progress, great. If you start to feel tired, the weights aren't going up in the gym, you're not feeling your same, your energy-wise, what you should implement is a deload. Now, we go into deload, like Fionn said, loads of detail. We haven't got enough time on this podcast. So if you do want to know more about that, drop us a message and we can give you a bit more in-depth detail about that. But to simplify it, it's just about doing less volume, less weight over a week, just allow your body to recover, recharge, allow your central nervous system to recover, and then you can come back the next week and absolutely smash it. If you are not doing a deload, then either you need to incorporate it or you need to speak to a coach and understand when to deload and when to smash it. I think that's enough. I'm going to yeah. get, I'm going to hop in with just one more point, Ooh. 100%, get it done in this next 50 seconds. Yeah. If you are someone who is an office worker, someone who is a, is a stationary person at work, you, you get up out of your bed, you, you eat your breakfast sitting down, you drive to work sitting down, you sit down at work, you sit down on your lunch break, you drive home in the car sitting down, and then you hop on the sofa and you wonder why you've got no energy. I preach massively getting out, at mo- getting, getting out and moving just at one point or two points during your day, whether it be during your lunch or when you get home. I guarantee once you get the body moving a little bit and you just get yourself outdoors or on a treadmill or whatever it is, your, your, your internal energy and your, your, your mental clarity will just pump up a little bit. The body is made to move. It's not made to sit down and be stationary all day. So that's a massive tip for anyone who is stationary or sedentary within the workplace. Look and at I, that. And I'm going to add in a 20 second rant. When people say they're too busy to train and look after <laughs> their body, right? It is absolute rubbish. It's jargon. I don't want to hear it because the point is you've only got one body. 
you don't get another body. You don't get another chance at life. Now, if you want to ruin your body, right, and drink any absolute rubbish, don't train it, don't mobilize it, and you don't want to sleep properly, and you want to put it in an absolute, let's be honest, a, sh- a shit state, right? Mm-hmm. That's your choice. But the whole point is, if you are overworking and spending way too many hours doing other things and not, not assigning a certain amount of time to look after your body and your brain, your mental state, that's on you. Because the fact is, you need to spend some time every single day looking after your mental state and your physical state. It will pay you dividends in the long run. It will give you more energy and allow you to be more productive, which allows you then to work harder in a shorter space of time. So you may think you're overworked and overstretched. I actually would say that you're not giving yourself the full amount of potential you could do. That's my rant. Boom, bam, I'll let you finish off. Right, we're back next week. Well, I'm back next week because Fee Dog's off on holiday and it's two Wednesdays he's going to be missing. So I'll be a lone ranger. I've got my good friend Sanjay in going to talk all about his transformation. So make sure you stay tuned for that one. Brilliant. Cheers, guys.